Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. Welcome back to episode six of the Cloud of Dust podcast, season two. Coach, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. How about you, Aaron? Man, it's it's great. We're both running. We're both running fast. So let's start at the very beginning. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, first loss this season to uh, yep. to Berlin last week. Let's talk about that one. You want to break that one down? Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of lot of pieces, a lot of pieces with that. The first the first piece is, is you know how how good Berlin is, and I don't I don't know that I think I think it's because they're a newer school. Maybe they don't have quote unquote have the street cred necessarily. But you know, anyone who knows anything about football, like when you watch them play, you turn the tape on, like you you know, I think I said last week and it and it was spot on. You know, they, they're very well coached. They're they're good physical kids and they, they just don't they just don't beat themselves. They just don't if you're if you're gonna beat them it's it's gonna be because you earned it. And and that was a hundred percent in in reality, you know, that's what showed up on on Friday, and, and you know, I was just—we've talked about our schedule and you know how difficult it is, and, and we can say all that—that that all, all we want. But you know, the the word that really comes to mind is energy. Like it, it was just like we just did not have energy. You know, we were we were pretty flat. We still played hard. Uh, I was really pleased with with our efforts for the most part. But yeah, we just—you know—here's here, like some key key things that I that I took away. So I went back and. And watch that game, and and I think it's one thing. I think it's one thing, and this is probably a coach and a player. It's one thing to say, "Oh, we lost," right? And if you if you stop there, you're doing yourself a disservice. I think you got to dig into like, okay, we lost, but why? And then there's certain things that that we look for. So here's some of the things that that really stood out. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I watched that game about five times, and just you know, especially when the the emotion you know wears off, then you got to go, okay, cool. So where did we go wrong, right? So here's here's a couple things that that really stood out. One, probably what I was most disappointed with was we we got out hit from whistle one to the you know last snap of the game, mm. and and that is that's frustrating because you know, listen I I could shoulder it I did I didn't have us ready and that's that's a hundred percent on on me that I I didn't have our kids prepared to to play. So I think you know I think we got out actually I know we got out out hit, which was very disappointing and i'm talking like as my lens is always through the lens of, of the the team and so as a team i felt like we got out hit and again like from snap one to to the end and then another thing that that stood out was you know there's this i don't know it's become kind of a uh, maybe a popular category of football just called explosive plays it's something that you know we try to get for for us and then try to limit our opponents with expo- explosive plays. And so a couple of explosive plays were, you know, we're slugging with them. We're playing pretty well. And then we give up a, a deep ball touchdown, mm. a 40, 40 some yard touchdown. And it just, the, the way the game was, was flowing, it, it, it was, it was just a really critical play, play in the game. And momentum is a really odd thing. And we're a big, you know, maybe all sports are, you know, momentum based and, we just like it just kind of took the wind out of our sails and we just really couldn't, you know, recover. And then 
Another critical play was we, we threw an interception a little bit before the half, a couple of minutes before the half, and then they returned it to the plus two yard line. So they're getting the ball on the, on the two and you're already down a score, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're now credit to them on making the play, but like we, we, we just like, we have to be better in, in those situations, but you know, that's an explosive play against us it just looks a little bit different one's on the defensive side of the ball one's on the offensive side of the ball but a couple other things that stood out was uh penalties right so we we have we have got to clean up our penalties it's you know three games in a row we've had multiple penalties but this was an interesting line item from this game was four of the penalties that we had were on offense and it was on first down so that means you're already starting first and 15 first and 20 you're already behind the chains half of the first down mm-hmm. and when you're and when you're struggling to gain any kind of momentum penalties stymie any chance you have at getting momentum you know even if you get that first down it's still it's it's, it's hard to articulate unless you're in the moment it's just really hard to recover you know and that's as a you know as a, a play caller or sitting in the seat of a play caller my goodness like you know your your playbook shrinks very very quickly on first and fifteen, first and twenty. It just shrinks, you know. So that was kind of another thing that that stood out when I went back through and dig, dug into. Okay, we lost, but why? And then here's an, the, the kind of the final thing that that stood out, which was we couldn't we couldn't we struggled to flip the field. We were always playing, you know, inside our territory and trying to dig out as best we can. And we just, we just couldn't, even, even if, even if flipping the field could even mean just get two first downs, just get one first down and then try to get one more first down. And then you can at least like, you know, punting is not a bad thing. So you punt to them and you could the field, which we were not able to do. So their, their starting possessions on offense were the minus 25. So that was the opening kickoff, the minus 25. And then they started the rest of their possessions at the minus 44, then the minus 42, then the plus two, then the 50, the minus 40, the 50, and the 50. My point in saying that is they, they, they played how we like to play. Like they played on a short field and we couldn't dig our way out and we were kind of climbing up a muddy hill is what it felt like the, the whole night. Like we just couldn't, you know, get over that hump on, on flipping the field. So they're, you know, when they get the ball at the 50, they're, they're basically in, basically they're in four down territory. Right. Like they're already, you're, you're already putting them in position to be successful. And then let's say, okay, you go three and out, they gain no yards and then they punt. Odds are you're going to be starting right inside your own 20 yard line. So then you got to dig your way out. So you just have to flip the field and and field position and the way that we play philosophically is, you know, field position is really important to us. Well, we, 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 they certainly won the, the battle of momentum and and field position. Um, so, so those are some things that stood out to me. It's like, okay, we lost, but why? I think it all started with our energy or lack thereof. And listen, if I, if I knew, if I knew why I would probably write a book and retire. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's, that is my job. I understand that. That's my job is to make sure that, that everyone in our program, every time we spot the ball with this schedule that we have has 
you know, the, the energy to be in position to, to, to win. So, you know, that, those are things that stood out. I think it all started with, with energy, in my opinion. And then the, the, the positive, the positive is there's a, there's a saying in coaching. It's, it's never as bad as it seems. And it's never as good as it seems. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you could, you could, let's say, beat an opponent, I don't know, 48 to nothing. But when you go back and watch the, ta the tape, you really might not play that well. So, but in the moment, you're like, oh, we're, we're playing pretty well. We're rolling. Well, then you go back and watch the tape and you're like, no, this is not as good as it seems. Conversely, right, it was, it was a tough night, a frustrating night. And, but, but then you go back and watch the tape. We really didn't play poorly. We just played poorly on five or six snaps, mm, honestly, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and we just, we just, for whatever the reason, my fault, we couldn't get, we couldn't get over, over that, that hump that night. Well, no, no secret here. <laughs> the next five, the next five weeks and beyond are, are basically last, you know, last Friday on repeat. Like that's just the schedule that, that we play. And, and yeah. I've learned, I've learned to love the schedule that we play. I maybe didn't start off loving it. I probably pouted a little bit too long, but <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it now. Like I love the challenge of, you know, the reality is you can't have a bad period of practice, let alone a bad day. And then go out and, you know, find success. And then there there's times where you have to find, find your own energy as a, as a coach and player, like you, the schedule will beat you down. Okay. Well, it is what it is. Like you have to find ways to dig yourself out and give yourself energy. You have to, you know, you have to be a pro with, with your rest and your hydration and your nutrition, or it'll, it'll break you down mentally, <laughs> physically, emotionally. Like, so, so, you know, the, the, the good in it was, you know, I do, I do really feel like our kids played hard until the very end. You know, you know, there was somewhat viewed as maybe the last possession of the game was quote unquote, like a meaningless possession. Cause the game was basically decided and, and was in, in their favor would have been really, really easy, you know, to just go three and out and punt and have them take a couple knees. So I'll give our kids credit that they kept swinging to the very end. And I think there's some, some good wrapped up in there. And then, you know, I, I think it's the first, the first shot of adversity and maybe we didn't handle it well. We still lost, and that is is what it is. But but I think you know, being around our kids, you know, on Saturday, and then getting it, getting two days of practice this week under our under our belts, I I do I do think they so far have have res responded well to really the first you know gut punch that we that this team has has received. Now it's my job to make sure right it doesn't doesn't happen again, and really it's it. Like there's some responsibility in the locker room as well, in my opinion, to, you know, make, make sure that that, that doesn't happen again as well. Who coach, if you could see my notebook while you were talking and all the notes I've made. So let me, let me run through a few things and let's do this rapid fire really, really quick. So yep. when you say that the guys weren't ready to hit, what does that mean? R rapid fire. Yeah. I just, I just think that maybe, I, I think maybe our kids underestimated Berlin's physicality and, and physicality is to me, it's a mindset that's, that's like, we're fully capable of being physical because I've seen it, but you better have the right frame of mind because we are a collision sport. Like we just are. And, and usually at football, at all levels, the more physical team tends to be the winner. Like, Hey, it just, 
it, it, it just does. So I just felt like maybe mentally and emotionally, we, for whatever reason, we just weren't ready to hit. Okay. All right. Next one. At halftime, it was 14 nothing. Yep. And you highlighted, I get to do this because I'm not the coach. At halftime, it was 14 nothing, And in the fourth quarter, it was 14 14. So your guys responded. So I'll just say that because I'm not the coach. I get to do that. The other thing I want to say is, I, I have to throw it in whenever I possibly can. I have to throw in a, a Carolina coach quote. So go for it. <laughs> Roy Williams said, if I have to coach energy, then what am I doing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like Roy Williams talked to always and cause Carolina struggled and all the things over the years. But whenever that happens, Roy Williams always said, like, if I have to coach guys energy, like that's he's X's and O's. Your exes yep. and, and I appreciate so much. And I hope anyone listening appreciates that our head coach is willing to stand there and say, Hey, the wins are on the kids. The losses are on me. Right. And I, I appreciate your humility and what you're doing. But at the same time, Roy Williams said, if I have to coach energy, that's like, what am I doing? You know, anybody can coach it. So that being said, again, I get to say these things because maybe you don't because you know, you're in the position you're in the seat you're in, as you always say, um, that also being said, I want to say one more thing here. Um, we're talking about high school kids, <laughs> right? Like yep. a lot of these high school kids are figuring out what their Hoko video is going to look like on socials. Oh. They got, they got class. I mean, ultimately they're in high school, so they got classes, they got tests, they got uh, life. They got, they got a lot thrown at them. We're not talking about college and pros here. This isn't Deion Sanders in college, and this isn't the pros where guys get paid to do this on a weekly basis. And that's all they do. We're talking about high school kids. So I just wanted to mention that because as you're talking, like it is tough. Any parent listening to this has to know like on a daily basis, I don't know what my kids are going to be in the morning when they wake up. Right. So coach, you're, you're doing that. So I, I just want to mention those. And again, it is always unscripted. We, we have not talked about that, but I do want to mention a few things like at the end of the day, you're a high school coach coaching high school players. And so energy, you know, toughness that when they, you know, getting ready, it, you said that's on me and I appreciate that you own that, but I do want to mention those things. Okay. Temperature of the team, you know, where's the temperature of the team right now coming out of the loss? Yeah, I think they're, I think they're a little, little bit grumpy. I think they're a little bit, it's maybe, I don't know, too harsh of a word, but a little bit embarrassed. and. This ain't a bad thing. I think they're a little bit humbled too. And I'm okay with that. A little yep. bit of humble pie ain't a bad thing, man. Nope. And, you know, in, in another variable last week, you know, and I'm, I'm 41. So I just have a, I don't know, different, different, maybe head on my shoulders than a 15, 16, 17 year old high school boy does. But, you know, the state rankings came out and all of a, all of a sudden, you know, Hilliard Davidson is third in the state. Feeling themselves and a little I, bit, right? And I, and, I, and I chuckle at it because I know the process for, you know, it's, it's an AP poll associated press and the people that, that vote on that, while I do appreciate, you know, their, their journalism and, and their profession, most of the people that voted never have never seen a spot to football. Right. So, right. It's just, they look at scores, opponents and stuff like that. And, and you know, I mean, listen, I, I told our guys like, you know, along the way, you're going to get, you're going to get praise and criticism. You know, John Wood, right. You're going to get praise and criticism and you don't let either one affect you 
I told him after the game, like, just watch now. Here comes the criticism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so you let that criticism roll just like you let the praise roll. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I do think, uh, I do think that whole like, you know, poll that came out, I, I do think it, it af- affected us sure. a little bit, you know, the, do, did I sense our kids, you know, puffing their chest, you know, oh, we're this and that. And I, I really didn't. And I have a pretty good, I have a pretty good feel. I'm pretty good at reading people. I'm pretty good at reading rooms. And I didn't sense that, but I did sense that, that it, it like it was maybe impacting us, maybe from a pressure standpoint, maybe from a like, oh, now what? You know, and I just tried to educate them and say, listen, guys, like, here's, here's the reality. You know, I, I asked them the simple question. Do you guys even know how that thing is? voted on mm. not one kid knew how it was voted on i'm like okay well here let me educate you and again that's the the 41 year old right trying to trying to i don't know talk sense into a you know 15 16 17 year year old high school boy but like it's just it's just it's a distraction it's just it, it, like you only have so much energy and you have to be incredibly disciplined on where you're channeling your energy and where you're channeling your focus and and that was another another thing that we can you know Berlin to bed, but it was the first time the whole season. And I told this to them on on Saturday. It was the first time this season that I felt like our our kids' focus was maybe more on Berlin and less on us. Mm. The focus has has from 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 December fifth to be honest with you, it's it's been about like. This is what we need to do. This is how we do business. This is how we lift. This is how we train. This is how we practice. This is how we spot the ball. This is how we line up for stretching. This is how, right? And I could go on and on. And then something shifted. Something shifted last week. And again, I maybe didn't catch it fast enough, but it was the first time like it, I just felt like, you know, as we were preparing for Berlin, we, we maybe took our eyes off of ourselves. And that was the message that they received on, on Saturday. And they received it again, you know, at practice on Monday and Tuesday. It's, it's, it's hard. You have to prepare for an opponent. Like, that just is what it is, right? You have to watch the film. You have to, you know, get, get your kids in the right position to be successful. However, you can't spend your time and energy worrying about everything that they do or don't do. And then take your eyes off of yourselves, like from a, from a fundamental standpoint, like, are we our, what do our stances look like? What, do our, what does our alignment look like? Are we taking the correct first step? What's our ball security look like? What's our pass protection? And, and you got to be ultra disciplined to just keep your eyes. This is as coaches and players, keep your eyes on yourselves, right? Because I could make a strong argument that, Arnigan, credit to Berlin, they're really, really good. But I'm not so sure last Friday Davidson didn't beat Davidson. Mm. And that and that can't happen. It it just it just can't happen. And again, like I'm not blowing smoke. I, that's a hundred percent falls on me. And I got I got big boy shoulders, and I can I can take that. And and you know, hopefully I won't won't let that happen again. Well, as a good friend of mine says, sometimes you got to recalibrate. So this was a good chance for you to recalibrate for the reasons you just said. All right. Can you talk about this week's players of the week? Because there's something you all do in house. That's a little different. Can you talk about that real quick? Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned earlier in, in the, one of the podcasts that, you know, one of the things that I I did in the off season, I felt like it was time to just, uh, the right time to, I don't know, maybe dig everything up and then, you know, put it back together 
And so, so one of the things that, that I dug up was, you know, our, our core values and, you know, culture, I, I think most people understand culture. I think the word culture maybe gets, I don't know, ov- overplayed a little bit, but, but I will say like, it, re- it really has to be, you know, your core values. If you like, I have an English background, right? So, so core, core is, is essentially like the Latin root is heart. Like that is your, that is your core. So a word like courageous, right? Is, is strength of heart. It's rooted in your heart. So that, that's your core. And I just, I felt like the, maybe the core values that we had, they just were a little bit fake. If I'm, I'm just being blunt, like they were just, they were not like me. And so one of the things that, that I was challenged on and I kind of challenged myself on was, okay, so who, who, who are you? Like when you put this thing back together, who, who are you? Cause it really does have to be like driven by the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where it has to, it has to start. So, so it's not going to sound overly innovative, but I will, I will say like, this is, this is me. And this is the program that I hope to, you know, build and lead is rooted in three things, love, effort, and details. And, and love is like, love is, love is putting your arm around someone, right. Caring about someone. And love is also like telling the truth and hearing the truth and holding people accountable like that that is also love um you'd better like love the process you you better you better love you know the 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 ugly side of football which is you know, all the preparation that goes into it to only really perform for less than five percent of the time um so and then you have to genuinely care about one another player to player coach to player coach to coach you know player to coach and it, and it has to be authentic there's no drill there's no there's nothing we can do, but try to try to model that and try to point that out. So love was one of the one of the core values uh, that I I landed on, and effort was the the next one. So you know I learned a long time ago from a really really smart football coach that effort alone can win you games, and 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 I that resonated with me as a young coach. It's something I, I feel like I've always kind of been in tune with. Like you, you could maybe, as I want to play clean and I want to play sharp, but I just, I know if you can play really, really hard, sometimes your effort can clean, clean those things up. And I also want effort. I want our kids like to exit our program and understand, like, if you want a successful life, then go take it. Yeah. Like just have the effort, right? If you want that job, man, you're, you are going to prepare and you're going to do your homework and you, and you're going to like, you're going to go get it because your effort is, is unmatched. And then the last core value that we have is, is details. Right. And, and this is the one, this is the one to, to be honest with you right now, like where, where we are right now, it's the one that probably needs the most, the most work details, like showing up, showing up on time, whether it's to lifting to first period or down the road to your job. Right. That, that, that detail of, of showing up and being prepared when you, when you show up, you know, in football, it's taking the correct first step with the correct hand placement and the correct head placement and the correct footwork and the correct pad level. It's, it's just this hyper attention that, that little things do in fact matter. Right. And the big things will come if the little things are, are dialed in. So something that we do is, we give out, if we win, we give out helmet decals. 
right? Offensive goals, defensive goals. If we win, we put an H on our helmet. So we have a uh, rather, I don't know, some would say it's kind of complex. The, the, the more we've done it, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. So it's, it's something that actually my high school coach did. And I just loved how he did it as a player, as a, again, like as a 16, 17 year old high school boy, because it was, everything was rooted in team, team, team. Uh, but it was also kind of cool, you know, to get these award decals, right. And get recognized maybe individually or as a unit. Um, so we, we've done this system for, you know, the past four years, I just tweaked it and kind of re- redid some things this year. So, but one of the things that we do this year is, you know, we have captains. I've never officially done captains. And so I put, put these kids like through a, a not so easy process. And so something that, that we do is I talk to our captains weekly. I'm like, okay, we have three core values. Captain, like to team, who, who are, who are some teammates that you guys like to recognize? Now we, we as coaches identify love, effort, and details as well, but I also let the kids, the captains specifically identify kids that they think are exhibiting that particular core value. So that's kind of the system. That's, that's a little bit of background on how, how I kind of uprooted it and then put it, put it back together. So we're going to run through those really quick. And I just want to mention this. We will get our player interviews in uh, another episode because I want to keep things tight and short for people that listen. So we'll get those players interviews. Let's start with love. Who is our love? And this is, uh, again, we're thankful for our partners, Debella's pulp and Swenson. So let's go through those quickly love. And let's just say that Debella's the love player of the week. Yeah, that's this week as identified by the captains is uh, senior Hawkins Merrifield, and uh, just an incredibly humble kid, and it, like so much trust in him when he's not at football. Just he's a tremendous teammate. You know, he is he is. This is not easy, and it is not popular. But a senior who who says, "Coach, like, do you need me to play some JV on Saturday?" You know, and that's mm. a kid that's starting for us on a, on a couple special teams. But maybe his offensive reps, you know, are are limited. So he's, hey, can I help the team in this way? You know, and I'm always, you know, if a kid wants to play, then I'm like, I'm in. And that that kid has come to come to us as coaches and to coach like, I think I can help the team and and do this. He plays scout team for us, and he he does he does a ton, and rightfully so gets identified for for love. But this week for Debellas, for the core value of love, it's Senior Hawkins Marion. I am so excited to tell you about Debella's subs. If you've never had a Debella's sub, it literally is the best sub you will ever have. Had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years. And I can tell you, they have great people, great food, and great fit. It's really, (laughs) we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. They're incredible. Go to their website at Debella's.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn and you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the Debellas app. Check them out at Debellas.com. I'm so thankful that Debellas Subs is partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. All right, next up, Pulp, and that's effort. So let's talk effort and our Pulp Player of the Week. Yeah, this is, they selected senior Turner Schmidt this week for that one. And Turner is, Turner is all effort. 
I mean, the the kid, I put it this way. I don't think I've ever seen the kid take a playoffs ever. And that's includes practice. And that includes reps in the weight room. I mean, he is, it, it is his number one, I don't know, characteristic or, or skill that he has. He found it at a young age and he has just continued to, to enhance it. But it would be hard pressed to find a kid that plays the game harder than Turner Schmidt. So this week for, for effort, for pulp uh, effort is senior Turner Schmidt. Hey everyone. My name is Caitlin Nussbaum and I am a student at Davidson High School. We are honored to have Pulp Juice and Smoothie Bar as a partner to this podcast. Pulp was created to be a better juice and smoothie bar. Their smoothies, bowls, and juices are the best you'll ever try. They focus on being truly healthy with their products and never compromised on quality. You can visit Pulp Juice and Smoothie Bar at Mill Run and Hilliard. Thank you, Pulp, for sponsoring Davidson Athletics and the Cloud of Dust podcast. Go Cat! And uh, last one, details. And that's our partners at Swenson's details who who is yeah, that so yeah this this week details is sophomore uh, offensive lineman ryan mcbain and what was what was you know kind of kind of cool about about ryan is i've i've really had my eyes on him for a long time i mean really since december 5th and we have we have a ton of competition on our on our offensive line and those you know you only got five spots i think we have 11 11 offensive linemen that are all really good and I've just watched him, you know, stay ready. He just hadn't had his opportunity. And he just keeps chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, gets on field goal PAT, chipping away, chipping away. And then, boom, all of a sudden he gets his moment on Friday. And we didn't even have to, like, we didn't even have to go find him. He was right there. He was fully engaged. His offensive line coach just kind of looked over his right shoulder, said go, and boom, and out he went. He was, he was ready to go. He was locked in with a high high level of of detail, and he's having a a very good very good sophomore season for us. That's sophomore Ryan McBain. Hey everyone, Caitlin again. We are so honored to welcome the newest sponsor, Swenson's, to the Cloud of Dust podcast. Doesn't everyone love the Galley Boy milkshakes and French fries? Swenson's was founded in 1934. It's a favorite of Ohio's own LeBron James, and it has a location right here in Hilliard. It might just be me, but they have the best burgers. Turn on your lights for a helpful, smiling curve service. They will sprint out to your car to serve you. Thank you, Swenson's, for being a partner to the Cloud of Dust podcast. Hawkins, Turner, Ryan, you all three will receive a gift card from our partners, and we're thankful for our partners. And again, moving quickly, it's homecoming week, Coach. Like, you know, a lot of what we've talked about here in this first segment, there's a lot happening right now. And again, we're talking about high school kids. You know, I, I, it's funny. Cause I think back to my homecoming days and girls, I asked and said no. And girls that, that I went with, and there's a lot happening. And anyone listening to this probably remembers their high school and homecoming too. So, uh, y'all got a game this week. How do you keep the guys focused on Olin Tangy orange? Yeah, I think, you know, one word, two words really come to mind, which is proactive and reactive. <laughs> and, you know, I try to be very proactive, you know, this particular week, I, I think yesterday I sent a very detailed letter out to players and, and parents in terms of what my expectations are. And, you know, the, 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 the eyes have to be on the prize of playing old Tangy orange in our, in our first league game. First league and game. we have, to, we have to get off to a good start. And by all means, like I, I understand, you know, the, the homecoming 
festivities and stuff like that's that's kind of you know i don't know high, high school 101 right like it's just part of the experience but i would make a strong argument that the memories that you have of high school if you play high school football your memories of around homecoming are usually the score of the game mm. it, it usually mm. that's the that's the memory and so you know i i i certainly try to get out ahead of it try to keep their their attention and and focus on the main things and then yeah, yeah if you want to have a little bit more fun on at the dance on on saturday night then you you better win on friday night <laughs> that's right uh, no, it just, it just, yeah, it just is, is what it is. You know, I think every, every coach in America probably hates, hates homecoming week. It's just because yeah. it's just, they're just distractions and variables. And it's awesome. Like, I don't ever want to, you know, stymie our kids' high school experience because this is, a, you know, part of it and really a big part of it. Um, but also, like, we, we have, there's a, there's a task at hand. And, you know, when you turn the tape on and, and you look at, you know, who Orange has played so far and, and and again, like there's there's some common opponents in there, and they they demand your they demand your full attention, and it and it is it's it's not easy to do. I think for a high school boy, but it, like you have got to bury your head in the sand and prepare like crazy, and you better have answers to the quiz before the quiz ever gets presented. Mm. So I was going to ask you two questions. And again, I wish you could see my notebook. So Scout Orange Forest, what are we looking at as far as the opponent? And again, we want to reiterate, this is the first league game. So this one, yep. not, now it counts, right? Like now it matters. Not that any of the other games didn't, but this is a big one. So Scout Orange Forest. Yeah. Yeah. So once Andrew Orange, their, their head coach, is a, he's a very, very good friend of mine. So I think we both kind of hate this week. Yeah. You know, it's a unique pregame handshake and you know, a unique post-game handshake, but I, you know, he, he knows how, how much I respect him and, you know, and that's, that's mutual. So it's just a little bit funky, you know, going against one of your, one of your good, good friends, but you know, they, they, here's what I would tell you. Like they, they run like all, all positions, offense, defense, special teams. They run as a unit really, really well. I mean, they, on defense, they, they will fly to the ball. It is very, normal to see you know eight nine ten orange helmets on the ball at the at the end of the play so they run they run really really well their offense throws they 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 throw so many different formations at you that you have you have got to get your call in you've got to get your check in and you had better be lined up right because if you're not they're they're going to find where you're not lined up correctly but they will throw all kinds of different things at you you know i would i would say they're they're a certainly a spread system, but they have a very talented, he's now a sophomore quarterback, very, very talented young man. He, I believe, has a has an offer to Toledo, which he gained uh, at the end of his freshman year of high school. So, wow. I mean, he can spin it, he can run, he is, um, he is electric, he is dynamic, he, he is a very, very good, very good high school quarterback, and, and unfortunately, he's only a sophomore, so he <laughs> wins. So you got to deal with him for a while, right? Years, but we'll just worry about this year, right? Right now, but he has you know talented cast around him, really good receivers. You know, old old line play is is really solid. I really like their running back. I see him not afraid to you know stick his nose in there and run really hard. But you know they have a tempo package that you got to be prepared for as well. You know where they won't huddle up and they'll just kind of rapid fire at you. So yeah, we 
you know, we we have we have our hands full, and they have they have like this is maybe the best collection of kickers on a schedule, as mm. crazy as that sounds. That I think I've ever ever seen, and this kid's this kid's right up there in the same conversation, including our kicker. I think I think is pretty good, but you know, the Olentangy Berlin kicker is phenomenal. He was first team All Ohio last year, and then the kicker at Jerome was second team All Ohio last year, and we went you know back to back, or we we you know, gone against both of them. So kind of goes back to that field position and momentum piece. And you know, we talked about early, earlier is, you know, their, their kicking game is really sound. The, the kid is very talented. So, so you you just kind of know you're going to be having to fight your way out every time you, you get the ball. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they're pretty excited. I'm sure they're, they're pretty confident. And yeah, I think, I, I think our kids will be as well. Well, looking through the schedule, Coach, so they're two and three, you're four and one. And again, that, that you could probably throw a lot of that out the window because they beat Newark. Let's see. They beat Olentangy Orange. Or I'm sorry. They, they beat Olentangy, the, the Braves. They beat, yep. they lost to Darby, um, lost to Berlin in a close one, it looks like, and, yep. uh, and then beat West Claremont. So that's their schedule so far. Let's not let the records uh, indicate where they're at because I think all the things you just outlined, they're, they're a good team. So we need the 5,100 to show up. Is that fair? That's more than fair. And our better, our players are better, better bring some energy and hopefully our, our crowd brings some energy and help support our players with that too. Well, it's homecoming. There's a lot of festivities. There's a lot going on, but at the end of the day, we need the 5,100 to show up. This is homecoming. Let's come out of there with a dub. And uh, yeah, so two and three, it looks like two and three orange yep. and four and one Davidson Friday night, seven o'clock, the 5,100. And uh, is that right? Seven o'clock. That's correct. Yep. Seven o'clock Friday. All right. Let's fill the, let's fill the place and uh, coach anything before we get out of here today. No, just, just excited to get back to work, man. Honestly. Absolutely. All right. Well, we, we will talk again next week. Thanks for your time. And, and breaking down a lot of things, and we'll get those players' interviews stacked up in future episodes. But there was a lot to cover today. Everybody always wants to know more after a loss, right? That's how it goes. Yep. That's how it goes. Welcome to your seat. Coach, good luck on Friday night. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats!